Hi, my name's Katie. I'm a certified life coach, mother of four, prince, lover, and seeker of joy. Every week, I'm going to give you tools, tips, and tricks to create joy in your everyday life. Based typically on the law of assumption, but we go through other ways as well. So if you want to experience joy in your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday life, come on, let's go. Hello, beloved. How are we this beautiful Monday? It's super windy in my house. Do, 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 in my house. So if you hear a noise in the background... It's probably just wind blowing my blinds. And for that, sorry, not sorry. I like the sound of the wind. It's quite beautiful. It's a beautiful day here in Harriman, Utah, where I live. It's glorious and sunny and all the feels. I'm going to go for a little walk later to even get my feels in even more. I've been walking a lot lately and it is just, oh God, it's so amazing. I always end up feeling just like I'm walking, what is that, walking on sunshine? Yeah, I feel like I'm just walking on a cloud by the time I'm done. My mood is just elevated. So if you get a chance to get outside today, 10 minutes is all you need, but just go walk. See what's around in your neighborhood because you get into all sorts of finds and beautiful things when you just observe what's going on around you. Anyway, so you know how we do on Monday before we get going into the topic. Let me just pull a, a spiritual truth card by Brianne Hovey. Just daily questions that will transform your life. It's something to journal on and ponder on for yourself and see, maybe change your perspective. So today's card says, am I focused on what I'm losing or am I focused on what I'm gaining? That's good because... It's all a matter of perspective, right? We're the meaning maker, like Mentos, the fresh maker. It's like Katie, the meaning maker. I create the meaning of anything in my life. I get to define it as good or bad. So let's see. The card says, are you going through some change in your life? Are you scared to let go because of what you might lose? Well, what if you shifted your focus from what you might lose to what you might gain? Endings are actually new beginnings. And then today's soul action, it says today, make a list of all the things you're going to gain from the change you're going through. Fill your heart, take a breath and deepen into trust. Amazing things are coming. And they always do, right? Amazing things are always coming your way because we are here to experience and create joy. I'm a firm believer in that. So amazing things are always coming your way. Are you focused on them though? That's the thing. Are you focused? Just like, and I use this metaphor all the time, but it is the best because it's just one that I can relate to so easy. And I'm sure you can too. It's the car metaphor. Anytime you get a new car, you notice out of the blue, how many people have that exact same car as you, or even the same car and color. I drive a Ford pickup truck and I never noticed how many people have a Ford pickup truck until I purchased one of my own. And focus is just what you bring into your awareness. So if you are focused on I'm driving around and in an amazing life, you're going to notice situations and things around you that are also amazing. So just focus on amazing. And that brings us to our topic today is 
Spiritual law is not logical because some people might believe, well, isn't it delusional, Katie, to think that things are happy all the time? Things are happy and, you know, Care Bears and My Little Pony montage. No, I'm not saying that. I have bad days. I get sad. I'm a fucking human being. I'm not a sociopath and I'm not a robot. So I have feelings. But when we have those feelings of sorrow, doubt, sadness, we are to acknowledge them as I've talked about in past episodes and be like, yes, I feel sad right now. I am not sad. I feel sad, but I'm still going to live a joyous life. I feel sad right now, but I'm still going to get what I want. I feel angry, but I'm still going to have joy in five minutes from now. We are the meaning makers and we get to choose what experience we have. And so often we let our feelings be indicators that we think are truth. And that is not true. (laughs) Feelings are not truth. They're just feelings. You have have a feeling. You not you are not a feeling. So often we, like I just said, we say I am. I am should only be used for things that we wish to create on this planet. I am happy. I am joyous. I am healthy. I am thriving. I am constantly seeing beauty manifested in my life. I'm constantly experiencing joy. I'm constantly seeing things work out in my favor. I am only needs to be used for what we wish to experience or create. Anything else is just a fly by night feeling or thought. I have a thought. I have a feeling. We can, things that we have come and go. They are of the world. But I am is God's name. And whatever we say I am about denotes that God is that. And God is not associated with lack or anything of the kind. Yes, God is everything and anything, but he is the highest form of everything. He is the light. He is the radiance that we all wish to achieve. So anything that you denote with I am, because our words have so much power and our thoughts do as well, but only use I am for creation. Anyway, so spiritual law is not logical. I get this a lot. People think that it's delusional. Well, he is rude to me, Katie, or he is treating me this way, Katie, or she is saying that, Katie. I'm. What am I supposed to do? Just ignore that and act like it doesn't happen? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that you need to quit focusing, just like our little car says, Quit focusing on the lack and what is not there and start focusing on what is there. I know this is uh, best applicable uh, in marriage, (laughs) right? Because so often we can get caught up in what our partners aren't doing for us and seeing how they're not stepping up to the plate for us. But scripture says, and you might not be religious, but I am a spiritual being. And so I take all avenues into account. And scripture says, God says that we are to call those things that be not as if they were. So if my partner is doing something that I make mean, that is not enough, or I create a rule around, that's what I call them rules, I created a rule, he should be different. If I'm creating a rule in my head that he should be different, maybe the problem isn't my partner. Maybe it is me. 
And I'm not talking about cases of abuse, physical abuse, verbal abuse, things like that. Let's not get it twisted. I'm talking about things like he's playing video games or he didn't take out the trash when I asked him to or, you know, stupid shit like that. That's a matter of conjecture. What are you making that mean? We're supposed to call those things that be not as they are. So I want a new house. I am affirming for a new fucking house this summer. And I don't care what comes in my way or what goes on. I can feel scared. I can feel worried, but I'm getting my house. I can feel this. I can feel that, but I'm getting my house. With my husband, he might be this, he might be that, but I know he loves me, but I know he's going to treat me good, but I know that he's got my back, but I know that he takes care of the one he loves, which is me. Those are all things that we need to be focused and we need to put that, but instead of using it, but that's not realistic, but that's not logical, but all the negatives, we need to be affirming, but I still get what I want, but things always work out for me in the end. But it's, I'm seeing favor, hey, but dot, 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 all the goodness, right? A beautiful picture is developing in the dark room of my mind. That is the phrase we need to be saying, but, but something good's going to come out of this, but I see beauty around the corner. So going through darkness into light, I want to give a little story before I tap out of this podcast. So again, I don't care if you are Christian or metaphysical, if you believe in the metaphysics. One person that I've been studying a lot lately is Neville. I came to him through Wayne Dyer because I love me some Wayne Dyer. If you want to read an awesome book that explains everything so concisely and beautiful is his book, Wishes Fulfilled. But that's how I came to Neville Goddard was through Wayne Dyer. And obviously, I was raised, as I've talked about in the past, I was raised in a Christian background. So I have biblical teachings that I've been passed down throughout my life. And I just love how they all coincide together in a way that is so beautiful and harmonious. And so you don't have to take this for as logic or whatever. But I just feel I feel like my purpose on this earth is to represent Christ and the Bible and Jesus and all those things in a new light. So many people are turned off by religion and faith and anything with Jesus or God because they feel so judged by it. And obviously by my sailor cursing mouth, you can tell that I am not one who, you know, is of the norm when it comes to Christianity. But I do do believe in Jesus. I do believe in God. I believe that I am God made flesh. God is in me. I am God of my reality and that I have a beautiful relationship with Jesus and God. And I am here to create joy and anything I desire is possible, not because of my strength, but because of God who lives in me, period. So of a story of that today, I just wanted to bring it back now before I, you know, I had to preface all that because the story I'm going to tell is of Abraham. And this is one of the beautiful things of the Bible. The Bible teaches us that we are all fucking human. We all make mistakes. Moses had problem with anger. David, who is, you know, got to be the uh, bloodline of Jesus. He sent a man off to be killed in war so he could have an affair with his wife. And they had a child out of that affair. So, 
I don't understand, I guess, a lot when people get off put by the Bible, because to me, the Bible just talks about different states of consciousness, like Neville says, or different levels of understanding that we're all human and that we all make mistakes and we all have flaws. But God is so good that he still considers us righteous because he's just experiencing life through our eyes, period, period. He wants to experience joy and the various forms of life through us. Everybody's got a story and everybody's story is God and God is everybody's story. We're all one. We're not separate from each other. We're all experiencing where everything is everything. Anyway, that's a whole topic for another day. Anyway, like I said, I get rambly, so I digress. So back to the story of Abraham. Abraham was a man. He went by Abram and his wife Sarai were promised a child. Now, they were promised this child at the age, says Abraham, was 99 years old. You know, nobody's having no baby. If, I mean, men could have one, I'm sure, at 99, but no woman is going to have a baby in this day and age, what, over 50, generally? Generally. So, you know that Sarah, because Abraham was older, Sarah had to be, you know, pushed in a high up age, too. And God was like, you guys are going to have a baby. And your names are going to be changed. Sarai, with, which was going to mean princess, is now princess with a capital P. And Abram, who means exalted father, is now going to be Abraham, which is father, capital F, of the multitude. So... These people are going along in their life, and as we so often do in life, we don't understand the how, so we try to force it, right? And their forcing of this son, they waited and waited. He didn't come. He didn't come. He didn't come. So his wife gets the idea, hey, I'm going to go create this. This must be how it's going to happen because I can't have no kids. So I'm going to go have my husband's maidservant sleep with him, and they'll get a baby, and then... I'm going to make it happen. And that must be our baby that God's talking about. Well, this baby, Ishmael, comes into the world and it's not the baby that God promised. Sarah gets all jealous because he, she thought that the, you know, the maid servant of Abraham was getting all uppity. Like, who does this bitch think she is? Now she doesn't have my husband's kid and she thinks she can give him what I can't. No, I don't like her. She's all uppity in my house. I was, she was supposed to be doing me a favor. And so Sarai, now Sarah sent her away with her son and was like, you need to get out of my house. She was all bitter and hateful because she tried to force something that was in not in the right timing. And so often we do that with ourselves, don't we? We force things that are not in the right timing. Well, then. God finally is like, are you done now? Are you done trying to figure out the how? Are you done? Because now here I come. And their son's name was Isaac. And that's what I think is funny. So Ishmael, what he stood for is uh, his name stands for anxiety. Oh, so what you try to force to happen, anxiety. And Isaac, the son that God gave them, his name stands for laughter or in other words, what you create when you allow flow, right? So just think about that. A beautiful picture is developing in the dark room of my mind. Again, back to that. 
We need to be focusing on what we wish to create, but we don't need to be getting caught up in the how of the creation. Spiritual law does not make sense. Spiritual law does not make sense. We can create whatever our heart desires. It doesn't matter how it looks in the 3D world. It doesn't matter what our outward, what anyone says around us, because that's when the haters come out, is when you have a dream and they're like, yeah, but that, this, and maybe you shouldn't, I don't know about that. You probably, nah, fuck that. We need to stay with what we feel called to create, because that's the God in us. That's the God saying, I got a work I'm doing in you. And oftentimes the people you love the most will come against you the hardest. And they don't do it out of hate. They do it out of thinking that they're helping you or loving you or trying to shelter you from yourself, because that's not in alignment with reality. But I'm here to tell you whether it seems logical you know, defined by reality or not, you can create it. Whatever you desire, you can create. And you just need to affirm it. You need to have faith. You need to call it as if it's already here. And you need to live from that state. You need to live from the place that it already exists. And it's coming to you tomorrow. Right now, right now. Actually, I'm already in it. I don't know what you're talking about. This is how I live. This is what I'm doing. So that's why mental diet and all the things we prefaced before are so important. Because if you do not have a strong mental diet, a thought diet, and you don't know who the hell you are in your head, self-concept. And self-concept is whoever you think yourself to be. I'm not very active. I don't like to do physical stuff. I don't really like to run. I don't, any, all of that is self-concept. It's just a belief that you've said over and over about yourself. So we need to start changing our self-concept and then start claiming that shit out loud, out loud so that we can get what we want in life. It's for me. It's already here. It's waiting for me. Isn't it beautiful how I always get what I want? Isn't it magical that when I decide to create something, it seems like it just appears? I love it. I love my new home. Isn't it wonderful that I just got this home just fantasizing about it and that I always get what I want? Isn't it cool how things just always work out for me? Isn't it amazing how easy that was? Isn't it wonderful how he or she just showed up in my life ready to love me and it feels like we've known each other forever? Isn't it wonderful Wonderful how powerful I am? How when I think of something, boom, it like comes like I'm thinking of, oh, I, that would be cool to have. Bam. It's right there. Isn't it awesome how I always feel so joyous and I radiate light? Isn't it wonderful how spiritual law works for me? Like it makes me feel like I'm the only person on the planet, but I know that's not true. But isn't it cool how it always works out for me? Isn't it amazing that God wants for me what I want for me? Isn't that cool? Isn't that cool that I get to feel abundance and joy pour into my life everywhere I look? Everywhere I look? I love life. I love me. I love people. Isn't it awesome how I get to just embrace this life? It's so juicy. These are the things that we need to be saying every motherfucking day, every day, every day, every day, every day, every day, until they harden into evidence or fact or an assumption or whatever you deem the word, a conclusion, whatever. We need to be saying this stuff so much 
until it's just like automatic. We already program ourselves to think all the negative shit. I'm too fat. I'm too this. I'm too that. I'm, I can't do it. Oh, it's too hard. Oh, I'm suffering. Oh, oh, man. We don't, we program ourselves for the negative. So we need to be habitually programming ourselves to see all the good in this world. Am I focused on what I'm losing or am I focused on what I'm gaining? Spiritual law, it don't make no motherfucking sense. It's not logical. It's not. So go ahead and claim what you want and receive it now. Right? All right. Have a beautiful day, beloved. Sorry if I got too rambly. I get so passionate because I know we can create whatever the fuck we want. So I guess it's a little bit more than a snack. We went back for seconds on this, but have an amazing day. Thanks for kicking it with me. If you want, you can reach me by emailing me at katiethejoylady at gmail.com. Or you can check out my website at www.joyisyourbirthright.com. There I always have four free intro sessions so we can pick at any limiting belief that you want and bring you some clarity so you can see what the power of coaching can do. So hit me up. Otherwise, have a beautiful, beautiful week. Peace out.